folks, I'm WWE Hall of Famer Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and you're listening to the podcast Small Package. Give me a hold, buddy. Hey, everybody, it's Garapodex here with your boy. Hello, hello, it's me, it's Bob. And today on a Small Package show. Hey, we're back. We have all the results from Elimination Chamber two fucking weeks ago. Hey, how about that? And our predictions for WWWE Fast Lane. Fast, 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 fast lane. It's the last speed bump on the road to WrestleMania, dude. Also, it's the last branded pay-per-view because all oh pay-per-views after WrestleMania are co-branded. In the arms of the angels. Remembering the brand split. <laughs> all that today and more on the small package. Small package. Small package. Small package. Whoop, 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 whoop. Effectively hit him with it. KO! Is that what it is? It's ping from, pong from paddles. This distance, I got lollipops too, but it's ping pong paddles and ping pong okay, balls. You know, when you get close and, and I can look, see the check detail, out those buttons. That's adorable. The, the the people at home can't see your shirt. It is a bunch. If of, you go to the player one's uh, Facebook Live video where I do the exact same thing that we're doing on this podcast, you can see it. I thought you were about to say that this was player one merch, and I was like, wow, that is the most effective way for me to get. Your merch is to make it something like when you're far away and I can't see the detail on the paddles, it looks like lollipops. But when you get closer, I can see that the stick part, the handle, actually does come up to the bottom of the rounded thing. Let's get the fuck off this. We want to get this this recording done. We are already getting off topic. This is a bad sign. Hey everybody, welcome back. Bob won predictions. I did. Elimination Chamber. I like a lot. I'm was pretty, sure. pretty good. Elimination Chamber, pretty good. It was fun. I, I had fun with both Chamber matches. I mean, they were both predictable, but they both had great spots, and I was entertained the interesting, whole way through. Interesting that they, as they say sometimes... Except I obviously have issues with how the men's finished, sure. but I think we all do. Interesting that they... That they, as they say, jerked the curtain, opened the show with the women's match. When you look at the first women's, a lot of the women's firsts have closed out pay per views as of late. Yeah. Um, they got to save something and for that's, history. That's you- fair. <laughs> what the first women's elimination chamber to headline can be sometime in the future. I was just laughing at how they do everything is history making. Look, you know, it's interesting when you think about it all the way back in the, in the you know, early 1900s when stephanie mcmahon invented women's wrestling right um it's very interesting uh let's just skim through this uh women's chamber match uh bliss retains Uh uh-huh um the and mandy rose was first one eliminated got (laughs) Got um i will say this uh first off it was uh it was uh mandy rose and um oh uh sonia deville sonia deville who had effective teaming for a bit yeah Uh, I thought that was good for them. Honestly, I liked being able to see a little bit more of them mm-hmm. in this match. Um, we didn't quite get the heel turn that we were hoping for out of Sasha. I mean, she did kick Bailey, but in the kayfabe storyline of an elimination chamber match, it wasn't a, really a heel turn as much as it was t- 
turning on your friend because you have to turn on everyone eventually. It's true, but she did it in like the most dickish way possible. She, she was did. literally hanging off the side of the pod and she her. just kicked her off. Also, I will say this. Oh, hello. Goodbye. Bye. Kayla, wife of half of the show. Hi. Uh, I just I just think that kayfabe had made not a lot of sense to eliminate your only friend in the match when there was when it's essentially a still, two on one. Yeah, it could have been a two on one. Yeah. But all that said, it was very good. There was a lot of cool stuff. A twisted bliss off the top of a pod. Which immediately got turned into yeah, a like, no selling. Roll up, no selling whatever. That. The twisted bliss is one of those finishers that has been pretty well protected. So to see her I don't I, no selling. She like strong, rolled out of exactly. it. Exactly. And it was just like, why don't people do that literally Every all the time? Because <laughs> if, if a twisted bliss from the ropes is enough to finish off right. most people, from the top of the pod should have just killed her. But that being said, Alyssa, Alexa Bliss did retain. I liked the swerve promo she cut. Uh-huh. Where uh, she did the classic, I'm going to cry and say I, I, I love it and did it for the fans. Yeah. Only to be like... Fuck you guys. Uh, Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy had a match that ultimately was meaningless that Matt Hardy won. Uh-huh. Uh, although we will get to the fact that I guess he they are going with a video match at some point. Um, Asuka versus Nia Jax. Obviously, Asuka wins. Uh-huh. Uh, easiest prediction of the night. However, Nia looked amazing. She did. The match made Nia look amazing. Uh, I'm very happy with Nia's work and how they've been putting her even when she loses over. Uh, so it's been very, very nice to see. Uh, Club versus Mr. Raj. Obvious. Club. Big W. Um, Rhonda signed with Raw. Duh. Uh, and then that kicked off what the inevitable we knew would be Rhonda and Angle versus Stephanie and Trips at Mania. Which has now been confirmed which is now as confirmed. of this Raw. Uh, the Bear defeated Titus Worldwide. Duh. Um, Lesnar did not show up. Duh. These are prediction shits. Uh, and also, the men's match, obviously Roman won. Um, it was the the easiest pick. You know, he's going to fight Lesnar at Mania. But Strowman got all the eliminations. So he sets a record for five eliminations. Eliminations, but not a W. Well, yeah, so. so he also sets the record for most eliminations in a chamber match without winning it, which is sad. But he did get over on Roman a little bit in that he did level the fuck out of him after eating the pin. Yeah, but it's just like... Dude, they did that whole sequence where he ate every single person's finisher. And like, if they pinned him after that, I'd be like, fine. Dude just ate like five fucking finishers. He ate a four-person shield powerbomb. He ate... um, I mean, he ate a curb stomp. He ate a... um, Fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, coup de gras. Yeah. Uh, he, 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 I, th- I, th- I don't know if I he, think got he also got speared. He got speared for sure. He might have had an AA. I think the AA started it. Was it that? Um, point is, a lot of finishes and didn't get pinned. Point is, yeah, like, if he had, if he had, I mean, it was awesome to see him kick out of that, but the fact that he kicks out of that, but not one spear. Well, no, no, no. He got hit with several in a row. He got hit with the finishing sequence is like uh, a Superman punch and then a spear and then he got up and then he got speared and he got back up and he got speared and then got put down. It was several of Roman's heavy moves in a row. Still kind of bullshit, but I mean, uh, bullshit in the sense um, 
still kind of bullshit in the sense that, man, if everyone's finishers sequentially couldn't finish him, how does Roman's like two or three in a row finish him? But that being said, Roman did get the win. He is going to WrestleMania to fight Brock Lesnar for the Universal Championship. And that was Elimination Chamber. It was a pretty good show. Uh, I had a lot of fun. Uh-huh. Good matches on it. Raw, the last two weeks, the biggest things since we're just trying to get through this and get to our predictions. Braun Strowman smashing a lot of crazy instruments. Sure. Apparently, he played a piano. I didn't actually get to see this week's Raw. I didn't either, due um, to reasons. But apparently, he played a piano, uh, which sounds crazy, and I wish I could have experienced that. However, uh, I will say Roman's promo two weeks ago was really good. Yeah, that promo was was where probably, he was calling out Brock Lesnar for not being there. Sure. And it was probably one of his best promos that he's cut. To if I'm being honest, like Sure, yeah. It was a, it was really good work. And here's the thing, people shit on Roman, and I think that it's it's unfair because I am I am not angry with Roman. I am Okay, okay, Google. Okay. Uh I'm not mad at Roman. It does suck sometimes the way he is pushed and the way he is written. Um, oh, my phone decided when I said that, when I said the keyword, because my Google Home picked up on something, my phone started searching for grandpa, whatever that means. Um, but I'm not mad at Roman as much as I am sometimes the way he gets pushed and the, the way that he kind of gets forced on us when it's like, it's so predictable and they refuse to take a swerve. But it is nice to see that they also are protecting Strowman in a way and setting him up to also be. A, a big component of, of the WWE. And honestly, we don't know if Brock's coming back or not. You know, originally people were like, of course he's coming back. But now we're in a point where there's a good chance that he would try to go <clears throat> and finish his uh, MMA career after this. So who knows where, really what's going to happen at WrestleMania and post WrestleMania. Um, but finishing up with, with Raw over the last couple of weeks, John Cena has come back and talked about how you know, after losing the chamber, he has no clear path to mania. He called out the fact that, you know, he would love to have a match with the undertaker at WrestleMania, but then hit us all with the, but that match can't happen. Now that match isn't a possibility because he's been retired, um, which some people took as a like, Oh, they're trying to throw us off the scent. But I mean, Bob, you saw how bad undertaker looked physically at last year's WrestleMania. Do you honestly believe that there's that we're going to see John Cena versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania this year? Ah. Uh, right? Eesh. I mean, I think uh, I think that he just I mean, obviously the man is still taking care of himself. Um there have been reports of him training, but there have also been reports that the training isn't going as well as he'd hoped. And I don't want to see Undertaker come back to just look like you know, old and decrepit. You know what I mean? I'd rather him just, you know, stay at home and get some rest in peace. No, not funny. Oh, well, no. let's move on. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, but, you know, Cena then showed back up on SmackDown uh, and got himself interjected into the match of Fastlane for the WWE Championship. So there's that. Uh, Miz and Miz Taraj, we have Miz setting up an intercontinental feud with both Seth Rollins and Finn Balor, um, which that was confirmed this week, correct? That we have a WrestleMania match now, mm -hmm. triple threat for the mm -hmm. IC title. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and, uh, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James are now not only friends, despite all the shit that Alexa put Mickey through, but they're, they're looking like tag teamy. I mean, they're not actually tag teaming, but, um, you know, they're dressing like acting like, uh, I had heard that Naya cried, uh, on raw. Mm-hmm. Um, and that they're kind of giving her this like weird, almost like baby face rub, uh, with some of her backstage stuff. So we'll see how that plays out. She was kind of going babyface with the whole Enzo romance, but but then that got squished. Yikes! Um, anything else important from the last two weeks of Raw worth mentioning? There's the tag team division right now is kind of in limbo. Yeah, there's not really much to talk about there. The women's division, the big story is Oscar's streak is still on. Ronda is obviously not going to be involved in a title picture because of her multi uh, gender tag match, um, mixed tag match. Um. Really, I think those are the biggest storylines coming out of Raw the last two weeks. Yeah, and Braun still looking Braun like, and uh-huh. Brock Lesnar not being there right now. Uh, SmackDown. The biggest storylines are obviously the title feud, which you know is KO and Sammy drama mixed with AJ trying to defend his championship versus John Cena still not having his clear defined path to WrestleMania. So he wants to win the championship so that he has a match with Nakamura at Mania which, boo, we all want AJ Styles Nakamura one-on-one. That match will fucking burn down the house at WrestleMania. It'll be amazing. Oh, wait, I guess uh, before we completely leave Raw, uh, the the Matt Hardy thing. Uh, So apparently this week Uh. they had a video package uh, where he issued that he would final delete... uh, Ultimate delete. Ultimate delete uh, Bray Wyatt. Yeah. and that the video, without calling them out by name, had Vanguard 1 and the dilapidated boat in it. And as you had mentioned before, Senior Benjamin is the person who models Matt's uh, merch. It may or may not have been real, but I don't know. Well, either way, clearly the dilapidated boat and Vanguard 1 are in the little video package. So he's saying that's going to be at the Hardy compound, um, which will bring up an interesting point of, so is it a match at WrestleMania if Matt and Bray are pre-taped? Is that a WrestleMania match? I don't know. I mean, you, you potentially it would be on the main card, but is it? Do you consider that having a match at Mania because you're not physically there? I really, what I do not want them to do out of this is what they did with the House of Horrors, where they try to finish the match in the ring. That would be fucking atrocious. That would be the worst fucking thing I could think of. Is if they tried to have that pre-taped thing and then them running down what at WrestleMania is always a long ass entrance ramp to then finish in the ring. That would be, that would be bad. Uh, other storylines on SmackDown, Charlotte and Bobby Roode's mix match talent challenge stuff, bleeding awkwardly over into main storyline. Maybe, or it was just the world's worst transition. Yeah. Because I seriously had to watch that back a couple times because it was just like the women are out. Okay, here comes Bobby Roode. Okay, cut to a commercial. To do and we're what? back. And now Bobby Roode is sitting at commentary while Orton and Jinder are in the ring. Because it's like, what's he going to do to help Charlotte in the ring? Is he going to beat up the the Riot Squad? But she was just like sitting there like smiling at him, making like these little puppy dog eyes. I was right, like, but, but Roode came out because the Riot Squad was surrounding her, right? I guess, or he just decided to come out at that time. Yeah, but the question is, is, let's say that it was him making the save. 
What was he going to do? Just start glorious DDTing the Riot Squad? Who fucking cares? I, I don't know. Uh, New Day versus Usos has happened again. And while I will say this, they have had such an electrifying, long-running feud with such great matches that I never get mad at the prospect of another New Day versus Usos match. But it's like, man. Right. Can we not have the same it shit? It just feels stale. And there's so many good tag teams that aren't doing anything that, you know, it is what it is. Um, and, you know, Carmella still hasn't cashed in. They they kind of, uh, like we saw earlier in one of the review videos we were watching, you know, they put Carmella back on TV this week to remind us that she has the money in the bank contract. So there's that. Um, yeah, I mean, mostly the last couple of weeks have felt like almost like filler. Yeah. Which is weird going into the last single brand pay-per-view. You know, it just is a little awkward. And you enjoyed the fact that KO t- or Sammy turned on KO in as a, as a story device, but in kayfabe, it makes no sense. It makes sense. no sense. Cause he ruins the element of surprise. Yeah. Cause if he had just let KO think he was still his friend up until, the end of the match at fast lane, he could have potentially just swept in and took it out. You know what I mean? He could have even laid down in the ring. Like he's going to let KO pin him and then rolled him up, you know, mm-hmm. but instead we don't get that now. Um, or maybe we do. And they, like I said before, they do like, you know, the mega swerve, you know, swerves into swerves into swerves and they fishtail the car and send the whole car. Right, like I said, they could have, been like we made it look like we turned on each other in that match to end that match early. So we got him. I don't know. Um, also, we have Shinsuke Rusev coming up, which is again, it's just one of those things like Rusev's so over, and they just won't fucking do anything with it. They'll let him sell shirts, but like, so I will say that that segment was really funny. I'm sure. Um, I didn't see it live, but sure. Uh, <laughs> so, basically, they come over and they're like, hey, you ruined Aiden's ability to sing. That's terrible. And then he's like, I'm going to fight you at Fastlane. And Nakamura's like, I'm going to beat you. And then it'll be Nakamura Day. And he sings a little something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then, And then Rusev just looks at him and goes, you can't just make up holidays, bro. Wow. <laughs> In like his most like American accenting voice. Wait, like who said Rusev did? Yeah. That's funny. He's like, you can't just make up holidays, bro. That's funny as shit. Um I guess also since we're since we're doing really good on time, we've uh, we've recapped uh Elimination Chamber, Raw, and SmackDown for two weeks. Two weeks. Um and in, well, nothing fucking happened two weeks ago on SmackDown. Not in the runtime of the show because of the entrance, but in terms of our recording time for the main part of the podcast, we are just under 18 minutes. And we're getting close to just predicting and being done. Uh, NXT, like TakeOver New Orleans, looks like it's going to be the fucking best fucking NXT TakeOver. For sure. The um, There is a new ladder match for a new title called uh the North American title. Sure. And if you give me one second, I can pull up what is actually going to be It's a ladder match. Yes. EC3 is in it. I know that for sure. 
Uh, also, I think Velveteen Dream um, is in it. Give me oh, here it is. Okay. Do 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 Uh, I I did I did the fart noise. Yes, the NXT North American Championship. It will be a six man ladder match that will feature Adam Cole, baby, Velveteen Dream, baby, Killian Dane, baby, Lars Sullivan, okay, and new NXT signees EC3 and Ricochet. Ooh, that match is going to be fucking fun and a real mix of styles. Any match that has Killian Dane and Ricochet in it is going to be fucking off the chains and just all over the place. And Lars Sullivan. Yeah, I mean it's with it's, like Adam Cole, man. It's going that's that match is going to be in. Uh, also, uh, Alistair Black and Andrade C and Almas will have an NXT Championship. Ch- match. NXT Championship match. Ember Moon will be fighting uh, Cheyenne. Shayna Baszler. I always say her name wrong. Shayna Baszler. Baszler. <laughs> for the women's championship. Uh, we're getting, like you just said, the North American Championship ladder match. Authors of Pain versus Pete Dunn and Roderick Strong, which also is the tag team I never knew I needed, but is actually really good. Uh, versus Undisputed Era in uh, what is both the finals of the Dusty Rose Tag Team Classic Tournament and the NXT title match for the tag titles. Um. Now, the one thing to know is that Bobby Fish had an injury at an NXT event. Um, so Adam Cole might have to fill in. Technically, they're stable, so you could do the Freebird rule for it. Mm-hmm. They don't know what's going to happen with that match. And also, we get the fucking end or the payoff to the Ciampa Gargano blood feud with their unsanctioned match. Um, I don't know if that's been officially announced or not within NXT TV, but that's what we're, we're building towards. Takeover, the WrestleMania takeover in New Orleans is going to be nuts. It is. And, uh, you know, it's definitely one of the situations where we find ourselves talking a lot about how NXT, some whenever they have takeovers, the weekends of a WWE pay-per-view, they it's sort of steal the, the show. Yeah. Um, WrestleMania this year... Has a lot to live up to. Yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. Like, that's going to be... Now, granted, we do get Styles Nakamura for the first time yeah, in the dubs. Sure. There's some stuff that has built up that has a lot of potential right now. But... Takeover New Orleans already Those stacked two the deck. matches alone. Oh yeah, and dude, and like the like you can't count out any of those matches. Alistair Black versus Almas is going to be fucking nuts. It is, and and uh, here's the thing is you know people some people have because of how Almas was booked in NXT for a while because when he got there everyone was buzzing about it because he had a lot of clout from yeah. outside of NXT and the WWE umbrella, mm-hmm. but he was kind of mishandled for a while. I don't necessarily think it's his fault. At all, and I don't all necessarily think it's NXT writing's fault because there was just at a, at the time he came in, there was so much going on and so many pieces that they were trying to build up to then send to the main roster that he kind of got put to the side. But he is fully living up to his potential now and putting on fantastic matches with people, fantastic stories. And Alistair Black is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, so that match is going to be intense. Mm-hmm. Um, WWE news. Uh, I don't know if you've got anything on tap. Um, the, the there's there's rumors going around. Ray Mysterio is injured. They were talking about bringing him back for something possibly at Mania. Uh, I know he has some dates booked for New pretty, Japan. I think it's pretty confirmed he was injured at um, a uh, indie show. Um, you know it, it, it's it's unfortunate because I would love to see Ray come back at Mania, but uh, it doesn't look good right now. 
WWE is investigating Jonathan Coachman after sexual harassment allegations. This is per Bleacher Report. Um, there were allegations that he was sexually harassing people at ESPN. Mm-hmm. And so some people are thinking that's part of the reason he left ESPN to come back to WWE. Well, no, he didn't leave ESPN. He got fired when ESPN did mass layoffs. Oh, so then that rumor is just not true. But he he had allegations. I mean, of yeah. sexual uh, of sexual harassment at ESPN. I, so I I've actually read his the actual like the claim claim. Okay, and it is it comes from a woman who won. One part of her claim has already been proven false by okay. the person who she said it was against. Okay. It was some, uh, Jam- Jamail Hill, right? Okay. Uh, she, she was like, she got racist phone messages or something. And okay. she was like, no, I did not. <laughs> that didn't, that's not true. Sure. So that, that, her, her story's already shaky. Okay. And the worst thing that it mentions about Coachman mm-hmm. is, she was like, I asked him to be my mentor, and he said, okay, and I gave him my phone number, and one time he texted me asking me what music I liked, and I said I had a boyfriend, and then he didn't talk to me again. Okay. So, I mean, at worst, that's just kind of a skeezy thing to do. Sure. But that's not... Harassment. He literally just asked her what kind of music she liked as as per her story. Yeah. And she said, I had a boyfriend, and then he never talked to her again. Sure. But she also mentions hearsay from a number of different people that Coachman was sleazy. Okay. But again, like, it's really a he said, she said sure. thing at this point. That's fair. Um. Obviously, that being said, if Coachman gets kicked off the bench, I would be more than happy because I dislike his commentary. So you have not enjoyed him? No. If they get Booker back on, I would be a happy man. I have not. If they get anyone else aside from Otunga, I would probably be okay with it. What if? But man, what if Otunga it, and Coachman are two terrible commentators? What about Otunga coming in? You would dislike that more than Coachman. <sighs> Probably. Okay. Um, Unless he's like worked on it since he's been away. Sure. But I don't think he has. I, I don't mind Coachman. And I definitely, the, the part of me respects Coachman um, because I was watching Coachman on TV way before you got into wrestling. Sure. And so Coachman, like one of the nice things about Coachman was, is when he was a heel GM, he managed to be a heel GM without interjecting himself into every storyline and match. Okay. Like one problem I've always had with authority, uh, like the authority specific. Sure. Um, is, you know, the over meddling and the, it's about us. I hate when GM figures are installed and face or heel put themselves in the center of the storylines within kayfabe. I'm, I'm aware it's the writers doing that, but within kayfabe and when they had coachman, as, like whatever's been going on the fucking SmackDown over the past exactly. six months. It's about Seth and, 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 or not Seth, Shane and, and, and Daniel with Coachman. And granted, this was also about writing, but Coachman A was hot on the fucking mic. Like 
as a heel G- a GM, a heel authority figure, he just had the ability to... See, I haven't even heard that on his announcement. All of his commentary to me has just sounded dry and mean. I will say this, is that I was a bigger fan of him as a character within the wrestling than on commentary. Mm-hmm. That, for me, colors my perception of him on commentary because I like hearing his voice. I like Coachman. My memories of him being that heel figure are positive. Um, he was able to really fuck over baby faces, but without ever making it like, and it benefits me in some way. It was just like, no, I'm just a, a mean dude who's in charge. And I like watching the baby faces go just through hell. Dick. Exactly. And that's what a fucking heel authority figure should be. Just sure. a fucking dick. Just like your dickhead boss. You know what I mean? The guy who shows up and asks for the report that you already gave him, but he's asking for it. He's asking you to give him the report again in front of his boss to save his own ass, which makes you look like a j- dick. And then he goes, see, and this guy never has his report sometimes and just walks away before you can say, I gave you the report. And like, it's crazy. Like that's, that was, he just was a dickhead boss and it was perfect. Um, I will say there are times when he's on commentary where I'm just like, coachman, what the fuck? But I feel like I'm saying that less than I said for Booker T. Booker T, there was just well, a Booker lot of stuff. Booker T's that was just- insanity was at least entertaining and endearing. And I loved hearing old Uncle Book talk about them using illegal tactics. Like, I suppose. That's just funny. Yeah. Whereas Coachman is just kind of like a weird dick. You also didn't have to deal with quite as many years of rambling Jerry Lawler. So Booker T was not in any way refreshing to me with his insanity. It was just like, this is reminding me of the tail end of Lawler commentary years where there were just years of Jerry being on commentary, just spouting off. And it's like, are you watching the the, uh, the product? Anyway, uh, Ziggler did an interview on Isaac Wenzel's All Things Wrestling Radio, where he talked about how he had wanted to be off TV for a few months because um, he wasn't happy, you know, he wasn't happy with how things were being booked on the show uh, on SmackDown. Um, any other wrestling news that you got to bring up or we, you know, just get into our predictions. Uh, I don't think I have much news. Uh, here's the WWE filming Matt Hardy's ultimate deletion today. Neat. Oh, uh, um, there was also talks of, um, at the Hardy compound, the young bucks were tweeting at, uh, the bar and being, uh, you know, talk the, uh, Seamus and Cesaro were tweeting about not having any competition and the young bucks were tweeting at them, which is, you know, probably meaningless, but hmm. fun, fun to, to note. And Jeff Hardy has been cleared to compete and is scheduled to visit the WWE performance center this month. But it's not confirmed uh, if he's in it or if he's appearing in a non-physical role. It would be very cool if he was in Final Deletion or Ultimate Deletion, whatever they're calling this. Uh, Abby Lath released from WWE NXT. Um, Was there another announcement for the WWE Hall of Fame? We talked about Ivory before going in. Um, Um, The newest one was Hillbilly Jim. Hillbilly Jim is going to the WWE Hall of Fame. Um... I think that that's the biggest stuff to talk about in terms of the news. Uh, did you have anything? Who won the Mix Max Challenge? There's the last one oh, this week. Oh, right. Um, We've been covering Oh, and, it. and 205. Oh. Um, so Mix Match was 
pretty good. It was uh, Braun and Alexa again. Uh, They had a couple moves that furthered their awkward romance non-canon storyline. Maybe canon? I don't know. It hasn't been addressed. What happened? Um, Hit me with it, Bob. So they were fighting uh, the Usos, uh, Jimmy and Naomi. Was um, it Jimmy and Naomi or Jay and Naomi? I'm pretty sure it's Jimmy. Okay. Um, Uso one and Naomi. I just uh, called them the Usos. Sure. Um, the Usats. Brought in Alexa one. This was last week, right? Uh, no, this was two days ago. Okay. Uh, I guess we haven't talked about last week. Last week was just an okay one. Um, who was it? Boop, 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 doo, doo, boop, boop. Finn and Sasha versus beating Sills. Uh oh. Wait, no, it was Ms. Asuka beating Finn Sasha. Oh, so Finn Sasha lost to Ms. Asuka. Yes. It will. It does bother me that every time Ms. and Asuka fight, they mention Asuka's streak, and I'm like, does this count in tag team? What? Is this canonical? What are we doing here, guys? So this week was Braun Alexa versus who? Um, they won. Braun and Alexa beating the Usos. Oh, okay. Um, and and uh, there was a part where Alexa was on the apron and Braun had gotten kicked on the outside by uh the by Us. And then she got bumped by Naomi on top of him. Sure. And so she was like sitting on him and it was all like, ooh. <laughs> um, Any awkward post-match interview nonsense? No. But it was pretty funny how Jimmy was like encouraging Naomi to keep on wrestling Alexa because she was like, I don't want to wrestle Braun Strowman. That seems like the running theme in this MMC for um, Braun matches. So, 205 Live. But so it was fun. Let's but, quick uh, that. We're at 32 minutes. 205 uh, had a pretty good match in Drew Gulak defeating Mark Andrews. Okay. Uh, Andrews, if you don't know, was featured on the uh, UK tournament. Okay. Uh, back when they did that. Uh, cool. But apparently he's now on 205 Live. Um, he's great. Really good high flyer uh, type guy. Um, but he lost to Gulak. So Gulak's looking strong going in. Mm-hmm. And then they did a tag team match with... Uh, Hideo and uh, Tozawa okay. wrestling some jobbers, sure. uh, and they won. Um, okay. Talks of talks of new belts coming to two hundred five live has been underway. Uh, either it be a tag titles or trios titles, okay, or something. Oh my god! I a trios title means more of these six man matches all the fucking time, doesn't it? Jesus. Yeah, but at least it's meaningful. That's true. And they'd be like groups of three guys yeah. instead of just random, oh, you're wrestling. No, now. totally. They need they need something to I help personally would it. like to see Raw or SmackDown get a trios title because they have plenty of three man groups that sure. they could use on the you have Miz and Mistraj. You have Finn Balor in the club. You have the New Day. You have mm-hmm. like 
I could go on, but I don't want to. Sure. <laughs> if 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 uh, possibilities are there, right? Is the point. And you have some from someone join KO and up. someone join join KO and uh, preferably Canadian. Yeah, or or Jinder uh, and his buddies wrestle trios. Which the anyway, one, the one Singh brother went under underwent surgery a couple weeks ago. Uh, so he's recovering. Right, you right have now. the three sanity guys from NXT. Shield when they come back. Shield when they come back. Like you could do great things with a trios title and f- occupy a lot of guys dedicated to one Very division. Big. I agree. Um, um, jinx. <laughs> but but hey, that the point wasn't an is, editing trick. The point is that there have been new talks of. Ta- the cruiserweight division needs something cruise, to help boost cruise. it right now because yes. it is it's I've heard it's been better and I still just yeah I mean but after oh though. but then the last match of two hundred five live was a real good match between Mustafa Ali and oh is this one against True Gulak? Uh-oh. Anyway, Mustafa Ali had a great match. Let's get to predictions. Mustafa Ali had a great match. It was really good. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? We have our own fucking lies because this podcast isn't a full-time gig yet, which I need to talk to you later about we're going to about possibilities of trying to monetize this shit but doing this for long enough. Maybe if we set up a Patreon I have no idea who would no, fucking Gulak pay for won. it. Gulak won his match. Yeah, I who promise. Did, who did... Here's fight? here's an idea for a first tier reward for Patreon. For one dollar, we'll be more professional on this fucking podcast. Every dollar we get, we earn a little a professionalism point. Yeah, and then we what what happens is is that we put those professionalism points like experience into categories. Like one category, like one skill is actually watching the show every fucking week, uh, and then another category is less fart noises. <laughs> And that's specifically a, Bob <laughs> a third class. category is more fart noises. Oh, so no. they cancel each other out. <laughs> another another one is me dedicating an actual block of time regularly in the week so that we're not randomly recording on Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays or Saturdays or in the rare exception or the rare times when we record Sunday before the pay-per-view. Uh, I don't know. I, if hey, if we can if we can do something like that, we'd definitely be able to dedicate more time to it. We enjoy recording this mostly. Uh, it's mostly just the fact that there's so much wrestling to consume. I would love to talk more about other promotions and what's going on out there, but Jesus Christ, man, when we have to watch, you know, at least five or six hours of WWE product every week, and I would say, oh, maybe one of us. Could oh, just he handle- fought Buddy Murphy. Buddy Murphy. So it was Alexa a really Bliss's guy, right? It was a really solid match between the two of them. Uh, we got that resolved. Uh, y'all should watch this. It's. I heard. I damn yeah, man. I heard it was great from you. <laughs> um. No, I mean, you know. I don't know. I thought about what if one of us watched SmackDown, one of us one of us watched Raw, but we are like emotional support for each other to get through both of those programs. So I don't know if we would bother watching it on our own. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe from now on, dibs on SmackDown. Uh, maybe one of us can watch Raw, one of us can watch SmackDown, and we don't gotta both lose so much time. It's true. Um, Point is, let's get on with it. Predictions. 
predictions for fast fans. I am officially. I am officially. You're dropping your case. Not cashing in. Oh, that's my fair. Pod in the bank briefcase. This is a smart one because this is one of the most predictable cards. It, it, assuming you're going to be as predictable as we were during our work thing, this Dude, is the most predictable card. Every in a long single time. title will change hands. To the referee who will hand it back to the champion at the end of the match. Uh, let's start off with Becky and Naomi versus Natty and Carmella. Faces uh, or heels? Face women. Yes, it is. Especially if this is a pre-show match. Faces women's Shinsuke versus Rusev. Shinsuke. <laughs> I mean. As much as my heart would love for them to let right. Rusev get over. But they're not giving Shinsuke the loss right before Mania. Uh, I'm, I'll put you down for Ruby Riot in the women's match. <laughs> Charlotte. So Charlotte is winning the women's match. Usos versus New Day is honestly... This is honestly... Yes, clip. this is. It was this and the... Um, I could see the U.S. match, maybe... I honestly think Maybe. it's, it's going to stay with Rude on an interference. I think Jinder runs in. And right, that makes more that. sense. So I'm going to say Rude for the U.S. match. I'm assuming you're saying Rude, or are you saying Yeah, Rude? I'll say Rude. So Rude retains. That's what you're calling. Yeah, uh, I'm saying Usos retain. You're calling Usos. They haven't had a match in I'm Mania. calling New Day because New Day needs an, a Mania match. And honestly, what I think they'll do is have the rematch at Mania, but probably put Bludgeon Brothers in it and make it a triple threat. Yeah, you know, I I I, mean, I I thought they could just do Usos Bludge Bros. I uh, you know what? I'm going to I'm going to call Orton. Just to be contrarian. Just to have some of these different. Okay. Uh we'll predict 1 2 3 top 3 choices for the men's match. I mean, obviously AJ, AJ is the top. Yeah. And then who's your number 2? Uh Cena. No, no. Okay, well Cena's my number 2. Okay. My number my, two will be KO. Okay. My number three is going to be... This is for the WWE Championship. My number three is going to be Ziggler. That's um, not a bad one. Because Ziggler... If Ziggler ended up in that match and somehow AJ was like, I want my rematch at WrestleMania, and they made it AJ Ziggler Shinsuke, as much as I would be like, I really wanted the one-on-one, Ziggler can perform the hell out of it and you know that he can do that at Mania in a way that's like, you know, yeah. he's there to pepper it up, but he'll spend enough time napping on the outside that you'll still get a lot of one-on-one Shinsuke versus AJ. Sure. But he would be there. Uh, who's your number three? Uh, I think I'm going to go Sammy. Sammy, just to have it. Just to be different. Uh, Carmella, yeah. does she cash in or not? No. Yeah. I mean, I think that they save that for Mania at this point. Yeah. Um, or later. She not. has until like May. Yeah, she has until the next Money in the Bank. But I think that they'll have a mania moment cash in. Um, and what I honestly can I tell you what I think they're gonna do? Break the streak. Uh, I think that she. I think that she. Because I mean, you can't not break the streak if she cashes in. Yeah, she can, somebody she, has she to can break cash the, in on Charlotte. Yeah, which means that Charlotte would have broken the streak already to of Oscar. Assuming Oscar faces Charlotte. But that's that a big that's that's an assumption still because we don't know who she's going for and Alexa Bliss is there. Yeah, but I don't know. So but, but it's been rumored that Oscar's going to Charlotte. But that would be crazy if she broke the streak after Oscar won. Um, 
but honestly, what I think is going to happen is uh, I think that... Because uh, then who would Charlotte face a mania? We don't know yet. I was thinking that what would wind up happening is that uh, she would try to cash in on Nia Jax after Nia Jax beats Alexa Bliss. Hmm. And that she would try to cash in and Nia would kick out at one hmm. and then beat Carmella. Yeah, but that'd be too... It'd be a cross-brand, but the way they're going with Money in the Bank in sure. the future, if it's no longer branded sure. pay-per-views... But it also is two Money in the Bank cash-in losses in one year. Yeah, I mean, that's also true. Well, that's our predictions. Uh, we're, we might be able to get this under in 45 minutes with the runtime of the intro. So follow us. Do we want it? So at, at work, we did a tiebreaker of who eats the pin because there's only in one what? pin in the six pack. Oh, who eats the pin in that match? Can Bray Wyatt eat it? Ha <laughs> ha uh, Who did you? Who did you say? Just note that it's tiebreaker. Show. Um, Noted. I said at work that it was going to be. I'm gonna say Corbin. Corbin. I said at work that it was going to be Corbin, but I think it, for this I'll say it's gonna be Ziggler. Fair enough. All right, guys, you can follow the both of us on Twitter. But Cena's honestly the that, most storyline wise. That would make the most. Sense. That would be the most dramatic. It would be the most dramatic. I don't think he's getting Undertaker though, so I don't know what the fuck they do with him. Right, uh, and I feel that KO and Sammy are just going to fight each other off. Dude, how horrible match. would it be if he didn't have a WrestleMania match and had to just spend it with Nikki? <laughs> Dude, so bad. <laughs> All right, everybody, you can follow both of us on Twitter at Small Package POD. That's POD for podcast for now. Come WrestleMania time, that might be for something else. Uh, maybe anyway, Mr. Money in the I'm Bank. I'm not cashing in it yet. Uh, but anyway, you can follow Bob on Twitter and stuff at Bob Feckety, Instagram at Soldier Scuzzy, C-S-C-U-Z-Z-Y, he reviews sodas. You can follow me on all social medias at C-B Poindexter, uh, and make sure you follow us on Facebook as well. We post whenever we go to live wrestling shows. We, you know, try to get pictures and videos. And yeah, I don't think the next one Evolve is going to be a while. We never did Evolve is, 100, but it's gone. Yeah. Because then they're doing mania shows, and then they're going to the Midwest. So the next time they're in Queens is like June. It's like the summer. So, hey, but hey, follow us on Facebook anyway, you fucks. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, Tier One will pop back up into existence. Have they not been doing anything? They, I haven't seen anything from them. If you're listening, I know Darius Carter, right? Yeah, he was he he popped up as fighting at this promotion out of Hoboken. Gross. Yeah, I don't want to go to Jersey for a wrestling show. Sorry. Well, we went for Extreme Rules, and it wasn't bad. Well, yeah, but that was a major area. I don't want to go to a Jersey indie show, which is probably in... If I've seen where indie shows are in Brooklyn, I don't want to go to where indie shows are in Jersey. Come watch the the wrestling promotion, Dirty Jers Wrestling. We're out in the middle of a back alley. Tonight's Dirty Jers Championship match is a... Fucking broken fluorescent tube lights and used syringes match. <laughs> the loser, the loser gets Hep C. Anyway, follow <laughs> us on social media. We'll be back next week with the results for Fastlane. We're on the road to WrestleMania. Bob hit him with it. It's small package. Give me the green light. As I'm ready, ready to, to go. go. Oh, 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 o